Good evening and welcome to Cheater and the Rude. Yeah, the Rude's going to be here in just a minute. Uh, this is Jeff Chrysler, author of Get Rich Cheating, and joining me to talk some of the news of the week in a minute will be Lee Papa from the Rude Pundit. Uh, we're going to talk about Sarah Palin's endorsement. We'll talk about some of the political ads on the scene, and we'll just talk about how effed up things are. Uh, I want to give you a warning. We do play some audio from Palin and some of the ads, and the volume's a little low. At the moment, I don't have the technical wherewithal to boost that audio, um, and we're up against a deadline, so you might want to turn your volume up for that and then turn it back down when we start crapping all over life after listening to those morons. Um, what you're about to listen is a little clip from us, uh, Lee and I, talking on Rabble. Uh, this is now going to be a 45-second promotional announcement for some of the things that Lee and I, the Cheater and the Rude, are doing to support Cheater and the Rude on PRN, Progressive Radio Network, Move, Move, blah, blah, blah. Uh, We're doing this thing called Rabble. It's Rabble TV. It's a live uh, commentary of the debates. Um, you can go to Rabble, R-A-B-B-L-E dot TV and search for Lee or myself, Rude Pundit or Jeff Chrysler, and you'll see what we're doing. Um, you can go to our Twitter and Facebook and all that, and there are links there. Um, it's during the debate. Uh, we also have other stuff up on there. In addition, for those in the New York area, Lee and I will be doing a live show called Political Tales on Monday, February 1st at Union Hall in Brooklyn. It's a storytelling about politics. It's not just political jokes, um, which is what I'm comfortable doing. It's storytelling about personal experiences with the political world and how politics really matters. Um, from everything from uh, heart surgery to brothers-in-law to uh, Ted Rawl is going to be there talking about how he was in Afghanistan. John Fugelsang will be there. Um, Nagin Farsad. It's going to be a great show. Um, and it's cold, and we'd love to see some of you all out. So that's February 1st live in Brooklyn at Union Hall, 8 o'clock, and uh, also Rebel TV anytime. And, of course, here on PRN, Progressive Radio Network. We're... Moving differently. Is that what the logo is? I don't know. We're moving forward, and we hope you can tweak your nips. Yeah, the next uh, audio is going to be Lee and I talking. The first minute sort of like uh, us giving a hand job to rabble. You can just skip over that, okay? Don't worry about it. Um, PRN is where it's at. Uh, but after that, we get going. Thank you all. Smooches. Hey, Jeff. Hey, it's the middle of the day. Do neither of us have real jobs. Don't we need a theme song? Let me do a theme song. All right. It is swearing in on Rabble. It's catching up on Rabble. It's Lee and Jeff catching up swearing in on Rabble TV. Wow. That, your improv abilities are just through the roof, man. I, I trained um, at all the best. I had this brother and sister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is uh, Jeff Chrysler and Lee Papa. We are here catching up on the week in politics. Uh, we have some dedicated rabble listeners. So in a week when there is no GOP debate, we thought we would uh, catch everyone up. We'll talk about some of the news. There's plenty. And we'll look at some of the ads that are starting to come out. And uh, we'll just see what's going on. If you want to listen, 
listen, comment. I mean, you know, I don't know if there'd be any reason. We just announced this about 20 seconds ago. But... Right. But this will be archived on Rabble as a, and you can listen to it like it's like you're casting your pod. And you know what else they can do? You know what else they can do? They can if go I... F themselves. Yeah, they can go fuck themselves. Why are you saying F themselves? We're on Rabble, man. You're not on Because this. I didn't want to be totally rude. Oh, okay. They're our listeners. So you can also download the Rabble app. On your phone, and you can listen to it like you would any other podcast. Get the F out of here. Seriously? Yeah. You can cast your pod wherever you like. You know what I think we should do? Uh, The comment section, which is always on fire during the debates, uh, probably won't be on fire. That's where we should add some of the links to some of the things we'll discuss. All right. That sounds good to me. All right. So – What's going on in the world of politics, Lee? I've been busy. You've been busy. Well, sir, let me tell you a few things that have been going on. There was, you know, of course, the uh, Sarah Palin uh, endorsement of Trump yesterday. Did you not see any of that? I heard about it. My first thought was I was very concerned for Ted Cruz because Sarah Palin made Ted Cruz, right? She, yes. you know, endorsed him to get the nomination in Texas, and in Texas getting the GOP nomination is as good as getting it. Um but I didn't see any of or hear any of her unsurprising. You know, I've done – I've created three Facebook groups in my life. One yeah. was for Cheater in the Root. Right. Uh, and then one was Give Sarah Palin the silent treatment. And then I did a Give Donald Trump the silent treatment. So really – so well, so do you not want to talk about them? No, I feel fine violating everything because I feel like two silent treatments equal a loud noise, like the screeching of monkeys tearing out the eyeballs of the future. Oh, that's good. That's good. I like that. I like that. Do you want to hear a little piece of it here? I do. I think you probably have to put that mic. Yeah, I'm going to turn the mic here. Let's hear hear this and let's painfully react. Pause that right now. Just pause it right now. I mean, do we – is every – you just randomly picked a sentence, and immediately I'm like, they will, the commander-in-chief will only leave the dead soldiers behind in Iraq for the war that he lied to get into. So besides that, I, I just, he'll never – I just – I you know, you know, first of all, I'm really glad that she didn't, in, it, it, she didn't endorse Ted Cruz because Ted Cruz's voice and Sarah Palin's voice together would have pretty much just shattered my brain pan. I think that the fact that the, neither of them are actual human beings would have been outlawed by the aliens that are trying to overtake us by using their bodies. I was really hoping it would create their, – their, their combined stupidity, Trump and Palin, would have created some kind of vortex that would have sucked us all in for blissful, peaceful death rather than go through the next 11 months. You know, there's still time. It's only been one day. <laughs> That's true. And in the although, universe is scheduled, although, time moves slow. No, 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 no. Palin was supposed to show up at a Trump rally today, and Palin didn't. Well, she did her duty. She, yeah, she did. Uh, when has she ever worked the full term of her contract to her employment? I know. Didn't she bail on her reality Everything. show? Everything. Yeah. I mean, wow. Let's, get, a, let's get, get the signing bonus up front. That's how I am on Rabble TV. Uh, yeah. and, and cheater in the root. That's how you were in cheater in the root. Oh, I, ba- I totally bailed. Yeah, hang on. You want to hear some more? No. Oh yeah, you do. You know you do. Hang on. I'm in it because just last week we're watching our sailors suffer and be humiliated on a world stage at the hands of Iranian captors in violation of international law. <laughs> Deals the kind of like with the skills of a 
guys are maybe organizing a neighborhood tea. Because you see, that's what community organizers do. They don't at least write notes before. No, no, no. no, Here's the funny thing. The funny thing is, look at her. Look at look at where I paused it right now. She has notes. She is looking down at notes. She can't read is a problem. So maybe she wrote the notes, but she can't read them. It's it's it, it doesn't get any better. Here we are. This thing. This went on for 20 minutes. It's an endorsement, like... Ugh. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. No. Everybody is a soul of no, here, what? Yeah. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Now, putting aside the whole Palin saying, suck off of them, or, or just, we could, I really just want to isolate that one little bit of Palin saying, suck off, but... <laughs> Donald Trump, he's a fucking crony capitalist. Yes, he is somebody that you know has said, "Oh yeah, I gave money to uh, I gave money to politicians, and they would smooth the way for me for deals." I mean, I don't know. Look at Trump though. Look, if you look at Trump right now, Trump looks like his top lip is eating his bottom lip. But Trump has that style. You ever notice him in the debate too? When shit's going on with him, he sort of like he falls into himself. It's like he's innerly consumed as he like he, he sort of engages all the things that are coming at him like he, he that's his way of not showing a reaction and and he unlike this he's probably not going to lash out at her no 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 are you kidding how did he, the, by he, way, did he that... paid good money for this uh, yeah no shit what can you imagine the deal they struck yes you can be my secretary of state no, I, I think secretary of energy no i think it was just a flat-out cash payment yeah, probably, but I mean, what know, would Palin? She's, she's got a bail track out of jail. I mean, did you hear she, that? No, track, I don't want tr- to know. Just yesterday, Track was arrested, and by the way, the Track is actually the name of one of Palin's yeah, sons. J- not, not the, not what his arms look like after lots of heroin. Hey, oh, up top. Listen, in general, I think that that families should not be off limit because if families are like your advisors, you know, particularly like spouses who are vows, I don't think they should be off limits. Children should be off limits, but when it comes to the Palins, I think they should all be off limits because it just makes me vomit, and it makes me want to give up on America. Palin's family does. Palin, well, yeah, because Palin's family is a bunch of inbred hillbillies who, you know, who probably have the combined intelligence of, uh, I don't know. Lee, what- why, why for you got to think intelligence important? Didn't we all understand that when you're up in your ivory tower looking down on us with your intelligence and what you're doing is you're you, not? You know what? You, you say, even though you're trying to be incoherent, you still sound more coherent than this. And enough is enough. These issues that Donald Trump talks about had to be debated. Have and he to be. brought them to the forefront. And that's why we are where we are today with good discussion, a good, heated, and very competitive primaries where we are. Ugh. And now, though, to be lectured that, well, you guys are all sounding kind of angry is what we're hearing from the establishment. Doggone right we're angry. Ooh, yeah. so. Yes. You know, they stomp on our neck, and then they tell us, just chill. Okay, just, yeah, just relax. Well, look, um, we are mad. Do you ever wonder what it's like to sit in the kitchen with Sarah Palin? Like, you know, a kitchen conversation. I don't mean that as as a gender thing. But like cooking when you're having like a dinner. Yeah. Like yeah. that's where a lot of bitching happens. Right. Like, what, right. What, what was? What, what was oh what my god! You know, you know. Todd was eating me out the other day. The... 
And 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 I just I, he wouldn't finish eating me out. You know what? The establishment is always talking about me beating out. Me being what? <laughs> I'm trying to say me being eaten out, but you're right. I've I've been exposed to Palin now. My intelligence is leaking out my brain. It's not that she's dumb. It's that she's horrible. Oh no, she's a terrible human being who's oh. raised terrible children. I mean. You know, there's there's no way that she's raised hypocrites and who's more liars. powerful, Palin or the the duck guys that when the Ted Cruz. Oh, movie. Palin, Palin by far, still more powerful than the duck guys. The thing about the duck guys is, see, the duck guys actually invented something useful. Right. They invented if you're a hunter, they invented a duck call. That's a very good duck call. Well, by, she, inv- by all she invented. A, she is a fuck quad call. She, well, she's she. Yeah, her voice is a duck call. Yeah. I'm surprised that ducks aren't flying onto her and humping her ears. I just, the thing that gets me now when I look at her is like I just I I in, envision myself having to write individual letters of apology to every member of the world community if she were to become president. Like they they didn't, well, they didn't vision. She doesn't know. I know she's not interested in it, but she was a John McCain heartbeat away. Oh yeah, and fuck right? that guy. And she she ushered in this whole era of like, holy shit, you can be a, you can be a retard that just shouts out like catchphrases that have been coined on dude, Fox News. Dude, dude, we had eight years of a president that was like that. I know, but in comparison, George Bush was a thoughtful, intelligent person who could communicate complex ideas compared to Sarah Palin. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, man. I I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't put them up. They're not on a par. Like George Bush is is head and shoulders above Sarah Palin for, as far as like competency. Now, his ideas and and the, the advice he was given made his the outcome of his policies as destructive as her nonsense would. But like George Bush would wipe her in a, in a debate. George Bush would actually beat her. Well, George Bush would be coherent at least, and but. Either look, this is something I'm not. I don't want to go down because that that is a road of stupidity. That that's the mud of democracy. There. Um, so yeah, so that happened. There was a uh, that there, was a significant news event. That was a that was all over. Th- it, this was billed. I mean, um, you know, the, this was billed as a major announcement from Trump. And really, there's a couple of things this does. One, it uh, it gets all the evangelicals all head up for, uh, for, for voting for Trump. And the other thing it does is it's such a fuck you to Ted Cruz. That, that is hilarious. So I mean, it is, real, it is really like, hey, hey, Ted, I got your girlfriend. Well, especially because, like I said, she made Ted Cruz. Like she's – of all the lasting legacies that she's had, and even with this endorsement, it gives him a little bump. It won't matter. It, it, Ted Cruz is her lasting legacy. Right. Because she – I don't remember the numbers. I don't know if it was the only one. One of the few endorsements that really paid off, and her endorsement put him over the top in Texas. That's right. Well, and that was, and all that Goldman Sachs money. Yeah, well, and Citibank speaking money. of people that are the, you know, yeah. railing against – So, So speaking of Bristol – now, you know, I'll leave track alone or track or titty or whatever she's called her kids. And, uh, and titty. <laughs> I know it would be great if she just named one of her kids titty. You're titty and you're hoo-ha. Um, Bristol actually wrote something about how Ted Cruz is kind of an asshole. And, uh, Good. yeah, he is Brist- kind of an asshole. He is. He's very much an asshole. So it's really, it's funny. This is, a, this is going to be an eat their own thing. All right. We should probably, we don't want this to go on too long. What? Speaking of Ted Cruz. Yeah. Um, 
Should we look at that ad? Was that his most recent ad? Do you want to look at his invasion ad or his first principles ad? Oh my God! Is there a place where you can find all the ads? You can find all the ads. Can we put this link in the? I will put this link on there. It, it it keeps a running tally on uh, every new ad from campaign committees, super PACs, and others. So if you want to know what uh, – there, there is actually a Kasich for America ad. We never see that. There is a Gilmore for America ad. Oh, that's sad. What yeah, it is. Out? I don't know. It was put out in November. Um, so which one do you want, Invasion? I don't know. What, what was the, the most recent one? Let's most recent one? Well, let's cue that up. That, that, well, that one's more visual. That's the one with these well-dressed people running – through water and across fields. So we've got we've got all of these well-dressed people running across what looks like some kind of you know area in a panic. I'll put a link to this in the comments. Okay, first of all, the end of that with the with the trust Ted things made me think he's like giving the world's worst Ted talk right now. I know. <laughs> or yeah, or it's about, you know, trussing up Ted Cruz. And do we need how much breath do we need to waste from the fact that he's an Ivy educated lawyer married to a Goldman Sachs banker? Sanks bank. I can't even Goldman Sachs, Skanks. Goldman Skanks. You could go with that. Wow, you you're I don't elucidate in the morning. No. Well it's in L.A., it's the morning. It's, so. It is. It is. You're, you're a little relaxed here. You're, I'm very relaxed. This is you what are. Rabble do. If you guys tune into – anyway. Um, so how does that make you feel? How does, that, that's my biggest thing. This ad? How does this ad make me feel? Yeah, the biggest thing to me that strikes me is, the, is it's more of Ted Cruz as a master debater having been given a position and has assumed a character of this anti-everything that he actually is and wants to be. And more so than – like Trump never – says, oh, I'm not a rich guy or, oh, I am not haven't taken advantage of the bankruptcy law. Like he kind of embraces who he is when he's asked point blank, even if he'll stand next to someone who rallies against it, right. rails against it, whereas Ted Cruz will rail against his very thing. Like, like if Ted Cruz endorsed Donald Trump, Ted Cruz would come out attacking Ted Cruz for endorsing Donald Trump. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, the, the thing about that ad is, first of all, I love the idea of that and this is a line he uses on stump speeches and everything that somehow uh, uh the liberals who who uh, want to get people fair wages for when they do cross the border are the ones that are going to be upset if professionals cross the border I, I, it's, just, it's so nonsensical you know it, but but you put you put triumphant music in it and you assert it in that assertive way that Ted Cruz does, like I'm going to score debates, his points at this debate, and win that trophy. It's just ca- that's well, the a that's his whole. Oh yeah, view. that's that's. And it's all also he does. it's just catchphrases. Like you wouldn't even need to have complete sentences. You could just say 
lawyers, Ivy League, liberal journalists, and bankers with a picture of the border and triumphant music. Um, if you could just get a picture of like a fucking ham fucking a handgun, you would have the trifecta. And there's probably more than try in there. <laughs> Did you say a ham fucking a handgun? Yeah, although I guess it would work better. Than wow. Hang on. We got a new we got a new Marco Rubio ad that was just put out. Seriously? Yep. Let's play. Marco Let's Rubio play. on gonna, the we'll, issue of abortion. We'll link this. We will. Here we go. A new Marco Rubio ad. Oh, this is going to be so incredible. For me, the issue of abortion in life is not a political issue. It's a human rights issue. I will look for ways to limit the number of abortions in this country, particularly those late-term abortions, where children who are viable outside the womb are still being killed. If I have to make a choice, I am going to choose life. It's not because I want to tell anybody what to do with their body or their lives but because I believe that one of the fundamental rights given to us by our creator is the right to live. I'm Marco Rubio, and I approve this message. I'm Marco Rubio, and I support capital punishment. I'm Marco Rubio, and I believe that I am grateful to the man who coined the phrase pro-life. The first person who went on the stage and said, we're going to be pro-life instead of pro-body control. Yeah. And you know what I love in this? If I have to make a choice, right. I choose life. But that's pro-choice. You got a choice. Yeah. You idiot. You got a choice. Yeah, it's not I, because I, I want to tell anybody what to do with their bodies or their lives. Well, sorry. that's You don't get to make that decision. If you have a choice. Exactly, Lee. He has a choice. He can choose never to have an abortion. Right. Great. If you choose life, you, are, you have choice. And – you know, but again, it's it's a sound phrase thing. Like the thing I've noticed in Rubio is he spews these things I feel like would be in a fourth grade patriotism class. Like right after you learn the words of the Pledge of Allegiance, you learn these like phrases about American greatness. Like in the debates and in, even in that, it's just like I choose life. Life is important. I don't like killing dead babies or having dead babies, whatever it is. No, nobody likes to have dead babies except Rick Santorum. Yeah. Well. Google Santorum, you'll see what he does. No, no, no. You know the dead baby thing with Rick Santorum, don't you? Yeah, that he, like, somebody had a a baby died and he passed it around. Everybody His wife, well, his wife had had a a baby that was born, that miscarried, but he brought the fetus home and had his kids, you know, all hold the fetus corpse. Because that's quality. That's quality parenting right there. It is. Touch, well, touch the fetus. Well, it kind of knocks off two birds of one stone, like where the babies come from and what happens when we die. So, like, it's two conversations in one. That's like, true. Like, this came from your mother's vagina. It's dead now, and it's, you don't get to play with it. Merry uh, Christmas. I think we should wrap it up. Wrap it up. We don't want to. We don't. This is. We don't want to sh- shoot our wads. No. I think that three things, three topics. Sure, just a little casual touch and yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's when's our next debate, Lee? Our next debate. It's the 28th. I know. Off the top is of my head. Uh, next Thursday. Is the yes the January 28th. February, yes. Thursday, January 28th. We will once again not be doing the undercard debate because fuck those people. I can right. tell you. Is there what. still an undercard? Yeah, I guess nobody's Santor- dropped out. Santorum's still in it, right? Santorum's still in it. Fiorina, Rand Paul. Um, what's his name? Huckabee. Huckabee, yeah. Lindsey Graham. Although Rand Paul boycotted the last undercard he should, debate. He should. He'd be better off 
tweeting during he did you know what maybe we can get Rand paul to join our rabble oh that would be great you know what i bet he has good weed i bet he, <laughs> i bet he are has, we gonna get high for the next one we can get high for the next one it would be a lot less screaming it would just be me going oh i hate it <laughs> <laughs> so well, much. that I think is a preview of uh, of our next uh, Rabblecast, which will be on the 28th. You can join me, Lee Papa, and Jeff Chrysler on Swearing In, and we're going to do these podcasts until somebody stops us. Wait, wait, and share, share this. And also, we're probably going to make some videos, so share this and look for stuff. And yes. We'll, we'll put some stuff in the links. Adios. See you next week. Bye, bitches. And now a word from our sponsor. Do you love organic firescape grown cauliflower and hand-tooled watches made from reclaimed Detroit factory parts? Then you're going to love Davis and Cousin, Bushwick's latest window box to table restaurant and watchery. I'm Davis. And I'm Davis's cousin. She really is my cousin. At Davison Cousin Window Box to Table Restaurant and Watchery, our plates are vinyl records from 1948. Our chef is reclaimed from a dumpster in the Bronx. Our bread contains 100% vaginal yeast. Davison Cousin. We only have seven chairs. And only two of them have legs. But we have plenty of hand-tooled watches. Because apparently nobody appreciates a hand-tooled watch in this day and age. Apparently. Our accordion player is also our sommelier. Our napkins are shards of sails from 18th century spice clippers. And our artisanal smoke-roasted fire escape-grown cauliflower won an award in timeout Latvia. Respect, Latvia. Davison Cousin. We don't accept reservations. Or irony. Davison Cousin. Join us at Bushwick's latest window box to table restaurant and watchery. Or don't. Whatever. What she said. Okay, that wasn't really a word from our sponsor. That was a word from the final edition of Radio Hour, which you can listen to live next here on Progressive Radio Network. We're moving because the cops are after us. Good night. This is Cheater and the Rude.